Today on the newscast from Jerusalem, Russia may be busy with its rampage against Ukraine, but it still found time to call out Israel this week over the Golan Heights. Find out why this is so important next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast and welcome to Jerusalem. Night has fallen here in the ancient and ancestral capital of Israel. We've had a great week of production here in Israel and I'm heading home to the States early tomorrow morning with a lot of great content that we will be bringing to you right here on the newscast and the Watchmen TV show on TBN over the next few weeks and months even, so you will want to keep it right here. We've got a lot to talk about today in a short amount of time. Russia, Ukraine, obviously the big story. The all-out onslaught on the Ukrainian capital of Kiev has begun. Casualties are increasing. Russia has encircled Ukraine's capital city, and it may fall by this weekend. The fallout from this Russian invasion will be felt for months and years to come. It is an earth-shaking event, to say the least. On yesterday's newscast, we talked about the aftershocks and how the likes of China and Iran and North Korea may now see an opening to accelerate their plans in the wake of this Russian invasion. But something I've been watching very closely, and I think it's the perfect topic for today's newscast, since I am in Israel, I'm in Jerusalem right now, is the Russia-Israel relationship and how Ukraine will now impact that. Now, we've laid out here on the newscast over the past few weeks a few stories about what I see as kind of, I don't know if tension is the right word, but definitely some strain in the Russia-Israel relationship over Syria. Remember, over the past few years, Israel has carried out hundreds upon hundreds of airstrikes against Iranian and Hezbollah targets inside Syria. Why is Iran there, you may ask? Good question. Iran has set up shop in Syria at Israel's doorstep because it wants a forward base to strike against the Jewish state. Picture the situation in southern Lebanon with Hezbollah, Iran's most lethal proxy. Iran wants to duplicate that in Syria and open up a second northern front against Israel. Israel wisely says, no way, this is a non-starter. So the Israel Defense Forces have been working very hard to push Iran and Hezbollah back from the Israel-Syria border and back from the Golan Heights. More on the Golan in a minute, some very important news there. Russia has also been in Syria while all of this is unfolded, and Russia has stood back and allowed Israel to operate freely against Iran in Syria. Now, this is interesting and a very delicate balancing act for Israel. Russia entered Syria in 2015 to bail out its good friend and ally, Bashar al-Assad. They succeeded. Assad has essentially prevailed in that bloody Syrian civil war, but Russia is also aligned with Iran and, yes, Hezbollah in Syria. Basically, you have a nuclear powerhouse openly aligned with three of Israel's greatest enemies, the Iranian regime, the Assad regime, and Hezbollah. Nevertheless, Israel has said, again, we can't allow Iran to set up shop here, and Israel has had a relationship an understanding of sorts behind the scenes with Vladimir Putin. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu had it. The new Prime Minister, relatively new Prime Minister, Naftali Bennett, also has it. Both men have traveled to Russia 
to meet with Putin, and Russia has not stood in the way as Israel has continued to carry out these strikes. But there are signs that may be changing and that Russia perhaps is losing patience with those Israeli strikes. Just two weeks ago, a Russian foreign ministry spokesperson called out Israel over its strikes in Syria, called on Israel to cease those strikes and called them, quote, a crude violation of Syrian sovereignty. Not only that, we had Russian and Syrian fighter jets conducting a joint patrol over the, near the Golan Heights last month over the Syria-Israel border. That certainly caused concern here in Jerusalem among Israeli officials. And then last week, we reported here in the newscast that Russia's defense minister was in Syria meeting with Bashar al-Assad. Now, as Ukraine was gearing up, he found time, Russia's top military official, to visit the Middle East and visit with Bashar al-Assad in advance of the largest Russian military drill to take place here in the Eastern Mediterranean region since the Cold War. Some 30 Russian uh, fighter jets and, and transport planes capable of carrying, or bombers I should say, capable of carrying nuclear weapons, fighter jets carrying hypersonic missiles, along with 15 Russian warships at Israel's doorstep in the Eastern Mediterranean. One of the main topics of my interviews this week with current and former Israeli officials here in Jerusalem has been, aren't you concerned about this? Are you concerned about Russia? Do you believe this understanding that Israel and Russia have had over the past few years in Syria, are you concerned it may be about to go by the wayside? Can you really trust a guy like Vladimir Putin? To my surprise, I have to say, it seemed that Israeli experts and current and former officials don't seem that concerned. They believe that Putin will allow the current situation to continue and allow Israel to continue to operate freely. But folks, I have serious doubts and we saw another kind of ripple effect this week and another dent in my mind in that Israel-Russia relationship when the deputy ambassador for Russia to the UN on Wednesday made a statement. Again, as Russia was literally invading Ukraine, he found time to make a statement saying that Russia does not recognize Israel's sovereignty over the Golan Heights. This was big. And he said, this is part of Syria. To me, folks, that is a major statement, and that gets to the root of things, Israel's concern about Russia in Syria. Syria, Russia's ally, covets the Golan Heights. It's, a, it's an essential part of the land of Israel now. It was 2,000 years ago as well, by the way. And Israel announced earlier this, or last year, I should say, that it's planning to build up the Golan Heights, build more homes and businesses there. And now Russia is saying, no, that's not Israeli sovereign territory. That is territory belonging to Bashar al-Assad. I thought that was a major statement. Obviously, with everything going on in Ukraine, it was overlooked. And in that same statement, he referenced the government in Tel Aviv, not Jerusalem, this Russian deputy ambassador at the UN, he identified the Israeli government, the Israeli capital, as being Tel Aviv. I'm sorry, folks. The ancient and ancestral capital of Israel is indeed the city of Jerusalem. But I think we're starting to run into some trouble here. And Russia invading Ukraine has created a dilemma for Israel 
in that Israel has had a very strong relationship with Ukraine and Russia. The Russia relationship obviously a necessity because of Syria. So Israel has tread very lightly even with this Russia-Ukraine war that has broken out. Yesterday, Thursday, February 24th, the Israeli Foreign Minister Yair Lapid condemned Russia over the invasion, but then the Prime Minister Naftali Bennett uh, had a softer tone in his remarks about the conflict in Ukraine. Again, a very delicate balancing act for Israel as this is all unfolding. It is crucial for Israel's security to maintain that freedom of operation in Syria. And if Russia steps up and steps in and says no more, that will create a very difficult situation. And I see tough diplomatic days ahead for Russia and Israel as well. It's something we're keeping a very close eye on here at the Watchman newscast and no better place to watch from than here uh, in Jerusalem. And we think of the prophetic implications, of course, as the chess pieces are moving on the board, that war of Gog and Magog that we've talked a lot about here on the newscast laid out in the book of Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39, which seem to suggest that Russia could very well head up that latter days confederation that comes against Israel. But the good news is that confederation perishes on the mountains of Israel because God Almighty, the God of Israel, neither slumbers nor sleeps from his city, from his land. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Watchman Newscast. Have a great weekend. Until next time, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.